0: Hi, it's Scott, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. Watched a couple movies over the weekend and wanted to share my thoughts on them. Both I've wanted to see for quite a while, actually. The first one up is The Dead Center. We've discussed on these podcasts before, I like movies that are a bit uh, of a challenge. Movies that you can watch more than once, get more out of it each time, that has layers, depth, you know, and not all the time. I think there's great time for a Marvel movie or a, a Fast and the Furious or, you know, something mind-numbing and just fun to watch. But when I really want to sit down and watch a movie, dig into it, and for two hours just be like, oh, yeah, I just want to get into the craft, how they made them. You know, I look for movies like The Dead Center. Now, on the front cover, this is a Arrow Blu-ray release, by the way. Um, they are like a, a, a smaller movie company that does high-end releases. Great transfers, great soundtracks, lots of extras, very much similar to the Criterion Collection. And Arrow was overseas for a long time, but now they're making stuff in, uh, in North America, which is great. So The Dead Center is a U.S. movie, and it turns out it was filmed in my hometown of Atlanta. No idea until I started watching it. It says, starring Shane Carruth, creator of Primer and Upstream Color, a film by Billy... Sinise, but it's not Sinise, it's Sinis maybe, uh, The Dead Center. I'm a huge fan of Shane Carruth, the director and actor. He directed Primer for like no money at all. And if you look through my podcast, you'll see a podcast for Upstream Color where I talk about that Blu-ray. Great movie. If you like, you know, David Lynch, kind of weird, you have to put it together on your own kind of movies. Um, so... Primer was a small science fiction movie made on an extremely micro budget that turned out to be one of the most brain-twisty and intelligent movies to come out in a long time, and people are still talking about that movie. It is hard for just anybody to watch that movie, but if you're into like good and hard sci-fi, it's, it's, it's really a good movie about time travel. And then he made a movie called Upstream Color, which was a strange uh, type of movie about a life form that basically goes through different life cycles uh, from from plant to human to pig back to plant kind of thing. And maybe it's intelligent and maybe it's from another planet. And yeah, but, but I like, you know, like I said, not not all the time, but when I'm in the mood for this kind of movie, Shane Carruth movies, uh, totally satisfy that... that movie lover in me that likes to be dumbfounded, like watching the TV series Dark lately. You know, it it kept me on my toes. I had to keep up with it to understand, and I'm a relatively intelligent person, and I I just, I like that. So, uh, for a long time, I'd wanted to see The Dead Center, and Arrow, like Criterion Collection, is a bit on the pricey side, but uh, Grindhouse Video had a sale recently, and it took about a month for them to fulfill the order, but I got a couple of movies really cheap, and uh, I finally got to see them. So, The Dead Center, first-time director. Uh, The tagline for the movie is, When John Doe rose from the dead, he brought something back. That sounds like quite a few horror movies that have been out, but this is not your typical horror movie. I won't get into too many spoilers, but basically a body is brought into the morgue, he wakes up and he makes his way into the mental ward where they discover him and feel he needs to be treated because he's mostly catatonic, and during the course of treating him people start dying and things get a little more nefarious. Um, That is about all I can say without spoilers. The acting is all top level. Shane Carruth decided to star and produce this movie. He's not directing the movie. And the guy that did, Billy, did a really good job. The guy obviously knows horror. He knows movie. He knows tension. Um... It's just a well-made, small-budgeted movie, and again, being from Atlanta, when they close in on the Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office, and it's the real Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office, and some of the other locations, and the cars, and the license plates, everything, yes, it was definitely filmed in in Atlanta, and they don't really talk about where they are, Um, but... For somebody looking for one of those almost occult-ish type thrillers, it's a good psychological drama about what's going on with this guy and what's going on with the people around him in the hospital. And and I got to say, I was like, okay, this is good. You know, this is good. And, and three quarters of the way through it, okay, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is good. And then the end. And the last few minutes are just like, my jaw was on the floor. I did not expect it to go where it went. Uh, it becomes much bigger than you thought. I thought the whole movie was going to take place in a hospital, and basically a hospital room to keep the budget small. And no, that's not exactly what they did at all. Um, so anyway, if you're in the movie for something twisty, something a little, it's going to take you a while to put it together. But by the time it's done, you pretty much know what's going on. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Um it has, I don't want to say it's a, a downbeat ending, but it has what I consider to be a good horror ending. I like movies like The Mist and other movies where at the end you're just like, holy crap. I mean, these are horror movies. So the ones with happy endings, okay, sometimes I want characters to survive. But a horror movie is a horror movie, and I think a horror movie should usually have a horror ending. Um uh, in the 70s and early 80s, we got a lot of movies that had very downbeat endings. The End of the World, you know, they blew up the world several times. They they nuked everybody. Everybody dies. You know, those kind of movies. Um, and then we got into the late 80s and early 90s, and everything started getting happy, and, and always the hero would survive at the end, or one or two people. And, and now it's kind of a mix, and I'll go with that. Um, but this is definitely one of those that it, it ends, I think, the way... It makes the movie more powerful the way it ends. Um, I'm ready to watch it again. It's one of those where you will pick up things and you go, I don't really know what that meant. And then at the end, you're like, oh, wow, I really like to go back and see that in context because now I know what that meant and that kind of thing. And the other movie I'm going to talk about in the next podcast, also very much that kind of movie. Maybe that's why I got them from the same place. They specialize in those kind of movies. So anyway, if you have seen Primer or Upstream Color, um... The Dead Center would be a more mainstream type of film. It's definitely not as hard to follow or strange as those are. It, it is definitely more traditional, follows a, a very normal narrative. Um, it's just, it's got a lot of psychological stuff and a stuff that you, you know, <laughs> that you kind of have to figure out for yourself until finally at the end you, you, you are. Things are confirmed. Let's put it that way. So The Dead Center, I really liked it. I'd give it a four to a four and a half out of five. I really would. Uh, It's a great movie. Well filmed. It was delivered to Arrow Films in 4K. Unfortunately, it only got a Blu-ray release, but it looks great. There's a lot of close-ups of faces, and you can see every detail for better or worse. I mean, if they beards weren't finally quaffed you would know, notice a hair out kind of trailer it's got uh, a whole lot of extras there's some radio plays on here i haven't listened to yet but that's one way the director uh, cut his teeth on drama and that kind of thing and a bunch of i did watch some of the behind the scenes that was a lot of talking to the actors um it was very interesting and very informative and i'm glad there's a lot of extras on it like i said it's a great transfer a great sound mix all in all the dead center is one of the better horror movies I've seen in the last couple years. I think it was a 2018-2019 release. At least it came out on Blu-ray in in 2019. And uh, If you can stream it or pick it up uh, and you like these previous movies, like I said, it's a more mainstream type of film than uh, Upstream Color or Primer was. But Shane Carruth, I heard he's going to retire, and I hope that's not the case, because I like him as an actor, and I really like him as a director. I'd like another movie out of him. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. I'll be talking about another uh, strange and off-the-wall semi-horror movie coming up in my next podcast in just a few minutes, so thank you for hanging out. If you are... Uh, don't forget I have a Patreon page if you'd like to subscribe and support. And I was planning to make the move to YouTube this week. I was hoping, looks like it's going to take a little bit longer to get the green screen thing right. I don't want it to look chintzy, if that makes any sense. I did a uh, Rockstar interview that I'll be posting the podcast for also over the weekend. And uh, yeah, the green screen thing just wasn't working. So anyway, we'll have more details on that coming up and a new podcast in mere moments. Thank you very much for listening.